<laughs> I need some Garrett in my life. <laughs> I need some Justin in mine. In your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording. Yes, we are. Let's do it then. All right. I'm Garrett. And I'm Justin. And together we are Triggered. So how's it going, Justin? It's going really well. My favorite holiday is among us or upon us upon us yes amongst us amongst us within me (laughs) within you within all of us gary (laughs) yes happy halloween to all of our listeners and if you're listening to this after halloween well fuck you you're late to the party yes so So, yeah this will definitely be out early i'll probably post it tomorrow morning that'd be great uh because i'm gonna be gone tomorrow night Where are you going for Halloween? I'm going over to my friend's house. We're going to pass out candy. Is that the the stoner friend? No. Well, he's, yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. This isn't the guy that you were at the party with? No. The guy that I met, the guy that I went to the party at through is the guy that I'm going to go over to. Cool. So, yeah, we're going to do that. And uh, he's got another costume, so we're going to go stand out in front of his house, act like statues, and then when little kids come up. Yeah. You sick fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be taking my brats trick-or-treating, obviously. Nice. So I love that, though. Oh, Emma and I will do a round, and then I'll duck back into the house, take a nice shot of whatever I've got, and go right back out. I remember the last time I went out trick-or-treating with you, you broke out the absinthe, and oh, we yeah. took shots of it uncut. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad mistake. <laughs> Blow out your taste buds. That I, was a fun night. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, but absinthe will make anything fun. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and that is not the way to drink absinthe. Obviously, you want to dilute it with, like, usually four to five parts water Yeah, per part of absinthe, but... But if you're hardcore like us, then you drink it straight. Uh, I don't usually drink it straight, though. I think that was just with you, just because we we were in a rush. We didn't have time to fucking loose a glass up and then sip it. We had to get going. So it's like, okay, we're going to straight shoot this shit. It was good. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much my what's going on tomorrow night. Um, I think tonight's probably going to be our whatever, our spooky... Halloween special. Let's make it as spooky as possible. Okay. We kind of like missed the opportunity to start it spooky from the beginning. We just kind of went through our normal. Garrett and Justin. I want to suck your dick. Your blood. Your blood. God damn it. <laughs> your blood. <laughs> I want to eat your cum. <laughs> Uh, hello, my name is Dracula, and I have a dick problem. <laughs> I like to suck it. <laughs> and not for the blood. <laughs> but for the cum. Uh, gay Dracula, I love it. <laughs> well, I guess we should start off with our usual shit, what yeah. we've been up to. Well, I have, you know, because it is tis the season, I bought... um. Resident Evil 7, it was half off on Steam last week. Such a good deal. Did it come with the DLC on it? I could have spent a little bit more to get the DLC, but I wanted to play through it and make sure I absolutely actually liked it and wanted to. It's probably my favorite Resident Evil. It's a tie between... Uh, it's like a three-way tie. Mm, Number... Yeah. Airtight. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4, and Resident Evil 7. Those three are... I can never choose 
Which one? I'm, Which one? I'm sure if you go back to play Resident Evil 2, that'll quickly disqualify itself. Oh, hell no. I just beat that game like a month ago again on my GameCube. Yeah. I fucking love Resident Evil 2. Out of all the Resident Evils, I would say that 2 and 4 are the ones I've gone through the most. 2, I've probably beaten somewhere around 40 times now. I think I beat Resident Evil 4 once, and that I played it on your GameCube. Well, you initially played it on my GameCube, and then you got it on Steam, remember? No. We you didn't go through the whole thing at my house. I thought we did. No, we only played that initial one, and you're like, okay, I'm going to stop because I'm going to buy this. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought we beat it. No, no. We got really far. We did get far, because we spent like eight hours playing it that one night when the girls were doing something, eating each other out. I don't fucking know. But we got pretty far. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> but I know you bought that game on Steam. I did buy it. I think I did. Did I? I know you have it on Steam. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I didn't buy it on Steam. I bought it on the Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah. On the digital store? Yeah, you must have the had Xbox to. 360, okay. so I don't have access to it anymore because I don't mm. have an Xbox 360. Damn, then you that's a game you need to rebuy. And they have a uh, the remastered edition is on PS4, and it's only... Fourteen ninety nine. That's true. I mean, yeah. there's a lot to play. Eventually, there's, pick it up. Yeah. So I bought Resident Evil Seven. I've uh, finally gotten the flamethrower. Uh, so you're in the second house, right? I just got into the second house, and fuck me, man. I so the game is scary. It has moments, yeah. Uh, but I've noticed so far. That the vanilla enemies, the black slime goopy things, yeah. those aren't the scary things. No, it's the family. It's, yeah, very much the family. I mean, they, they, the goopy, what the fuck are they called? They're, they're like, it's some kind of microbial name, like the fungus or something, whatever. Don't tell me what causes them. I don't know if it's. No, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, I don't know if it's that T virus. Would, it, I don't know if it's Las Plagueis. Yeah, no, that would spoil everything. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. But. They can only be terrifying when you run into them without thinking you're about to run yes. into one of them. And then it just catches you off guard. Yeah, like when one – there was one time you, when you're in the basement and you're about to is go that in into the morgue. The mor- it's be- right before the morgue. <laughs> the morgue is a fucked up area of that game because that's when you're introduced to the one with the crazy arm and they take way more hits than – Yes. Than- it, he's it, You have to do that little puzzle with, uh, with the incinerator yeah. doors. And that fucker comes out and just, I, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, that scene's a little intense. Because uh, you open it up and then he just kind of slithers out. <laughs> yeah. It's, he kind of just goops out yeah. of it, you know? <clears throat> and then you go into the boiler room and there's like three of those fuckers in there. And that's after you go into a room that has two of them and one of them sneaks up on you. Yeah, and that area is tight for ammo, too. Yeah. So yeah, luckily I've been uh I've been pretty good at trying to keep myself from being hurt, so a lot of the yellow chemical I've been saving to mix with gunpowder to make bullets so I can have a little bit more ammo. I'll just tell you right now, it's not a spoiler or anything, but by the time you get towards the the third act of that game, ammo will not be a problem anymore. I promise you. Is that when you're on the boat? How'd you know about the boat? Has part of it's been spoiled? I read through the... Oh, the description? The, the description of the trophies. Yeah, by the time you get to the... I just know that you go onto a yeah, boat. Okay, I don't you, know how you get onto okay. a boat. I just know there's a boat. Scene. By the time you get to the boat area, it 
hell even before you get to that boat area it starts to calm down a lot okay so you start to feel more like a, a badass okay cool <laughs> you know? cool um, um out of the baker family which one is the one that traumatizes you the most the wife yeah marguerite yeah she fucks me up too she is gnarly man i got to a point where she was so it's around the time that you're supposed to get a crank to go down this i think it's it, like you go down to the water station or something like that it's in the back of the second house mm -hmm. and uh it's after you get the flamethrower you go around and uh, you kill a bunch of the hives of the gnarly wasps I've realized it's best to actually just use the knife on the big ones. Yeah. Um, or you weren't wasting gun ammo on those things, no, were you? Okay. No. But I was wasting shotgun ammo. Ooh, on the nests? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I'm out of shotgun ammo now. Yeah, and the, I love the way the shotgun feels in that game. It's nice. I love the sound when you're carrying it and walking down the hallway. Just the sound design in that game is so good, especially with a pair of headphones on. Oh, I know. I'm using my Astro 840s. Oh, God, it's a beautiful game. And you know what sucks is uh, it did really bad in sales. That's It's unfortunate. I don't know why. I, I think everyone says they want a scary Resident Evil game, but they don't sell. The ones that sell are the bullshit ones, like... Resident Evil 6. And 5, you know, the ones that... I like Resident Evil 5 and 6, but they're way more action-oriented than the more laid-back, let's... Yeah, but 5 still has a little bit more of the essence from Resident Evil 4 in it. It, it does, but you can see where 5 was the breaking point. Yes, it was. When they introduced that co-op shit, I'm sorry, but I'm playing a horror game. Yeah. The minute you're going through a co-op with someone else, it's not scary anymore. Mm -mm. So, And I also, I wasn't, I wasn't scared of the Lost Plagueis monsters in 5. Yeah, they were, they were scary in 4 the first time you come across them, but... I think it was handled best in four. So. So I got to this point where you get this crank to go down there. And when, she, when you get the crank, then she, or right out, it's right before you get the crank. She shows up in the house. You try to exit one of the doors. It's after you see Mia downstairs getting taken, taken away by the, by the sun. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> You get, uh, you go back up and you try to exit and she says, stay the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that freaked me out too the first time I ran into that. And then she's walking around. Oh yeah. And you don't, you don't want to make any contact with her. No, cause she'll fuck, she'll pack your shit in real quick. Yeah. She's got a bunch of these wasps coming out of her. Yep. And it's bullshit. And so I learned, I died the first time. I thought maybe I could try to scare her away with a flamethrower and undid the whole flamethrower on her. You actually can scare her out of that house. It's a trophy for getting rid of her. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, but it costs a lot of ammo to do it. Uh, okay. But if you want to get that trophy or achievement, just... So you probably want to do it on easy when ammo is a little bit more abundant. Or, and uh, damage isn't as severe. Yeah. You're playing it on the normal campaign. I imagine it's going to give me the trophy for completing it on easy. I don't know. Is yeah, it, it'll it'll it stacks. It's the stacks. difficulty trophy stack. Okay. Uh so I I squeezed I got past her and got the crank and went to the save point and uh when I came back she seems to be gone, but that's where I'm at right now. 
Cool. I love that house, too. It's so creepy with it being all flooded and shit like that. It's flooded and just the the ambient noise of the house creaking as you're walking through it. And when you go through the bridge to go from the main house to the old house, you you got all those, like, things hanging off. The, the babies? Yeah. The, they're, they're, and they kind of rattle yeah. as you walk past them. It's Yeah, it's creepy. It is creepy. It has a very uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to it. Well, the family is like, they, oh, they yeah. took yeah. lots of inspiration from that family. Um, I'm just waiting for Leatherface to jump out at me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling, I have a feeling there's, I'm going to have to face the youngest daughter at some point. Evelyn, you, I think is you, her name. You do run into her, yeah. I have a feeling she's... She's kind of like Lisa from the redo of of Resident Evil on the GameCube. Is it Lisa? From Resident Evil on the GameCube. Yeah, when they redid Resident Evil on the GameCube. Yeah, but she was that. she was a new she yeah, wasn't in the original. That's why game. I'm saying she was Resident Evil from the game. Oh yeah, yeah. The re- okay, I know what you're talking about. You've been talking about the bitch out in the graveyard. Yeah, that has a- the the burlap. Yeah, sack and, of- her, and her things are tied together. She I gave am- me a heart attack. When I, I imagine was that's what Evelyn's going to be, or something well, similar. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm just happy that you're finally playing it. It's <sighs> 2017 has been a really good year for video games, and that's one of my tops. Yeah. Great game. Wish it would have sold better. Yeah, but I th- I still think that it's going to... Maybe it's got a long tail. I mean, you just picked it up. As long as more people like you were picking it up with over the next two years, it'll eventually, I think, get those sales. But the problem is, is that the company that makes Resident Evil, Capcom, is in they trouble. Want, they want it. No, but they're, they're in trouble mm. financially. They're looking at a possible buyout because of how troubled they are. Who would buy them? <laughs> Please don't say EA. No, yeah, God. <laughs> so they can close them down. Here. Um, if if I had to hope for a company to buy Capcom, I would actually hope that they would sell off their assets, like take their franchises and sell those to different companies. Like I would you like. You know who I'd love to see make a Resident Evil game? Naughty Dog. Hell yeah! I know. See, we think a lot. Yes. Speaking of Naughty Dog, did you see the newest trailer for the? Uh, uh, God, what the fuck is that game? The Last of Us Part 2 that came out today? No. Yeah. I'm playing The Last of Us 2 right now. Are you? You've yeah. beaten that, though. I beat it through you, but I wanted to go through, through it again. Yeah. It's such a good game. Um. <clears throat> anyways, when we're not on the air, as yeah. it were, watch that trailer. Maybe we'll watch it before we record the next one. Okay. Uh, it looks good. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I think they should sell off properties if it comes to that okay if i had to hope for a company to buy him i would hope sony just because i think sony would respect them enough to let them continue doing what they're doing but still come in with managerial skills that they're obviously lacking so it'd be it would still be capcom but sony would be the exclusive well it's just like naughty dog is owned by sony yeah it would still be capcom but they'd be owned by sony and they would only ever come out on all future Capcom, game, Capcom games, games would only be, ever come out on a Sony PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for the Xbox people, but... And kind of sort of the PC people, because, I mean, I'm playing well, no, Resident well, no, Evil on PC. No, because Sony's been releasing their games on PC. Bloodborne's not on PC. That's true. But they've been None doing... the Naughty Dog games well, are on PC. Yeah, Uncharted 1 through 3 is. Uh, they're going a generation back, so they're releasing... So once the PS... 1, in, 1 through 3 are on the I PC? I believe so. They have the PlayStation Now, where you can play stuff... 
however you want, and you can get the subscription on PC. That's not a PC game. You can't. It's not a PC game unless you can buy it on Steam, Origin, or GOG. That's true. I know that you can go because through there. the PlayStation Now. You're just merely streaming it on the PC. It's never. It's never installed on. That's your, true. On it your it is never installed, but you don't have to own a PlayStation to stream it on the yeah, computer. But I don't want to. I don't want. I agree. Have to. I agree. It's a half-assed way of meeting in the middle. But I don't know. I wish that. I hope we get to a future where there is only one box, where it's just one console. No, I don't want that because then because then they'll get lazy and we won't have lazy good games. And we won't have good games. We'll have a bunch of micro micro transaction EA bullshit. Yeah, I I get you. I just it, it sucks for the Xbox people and it sucks for the Sony people and you know. I mean, I guess that's why you should just buy every system, but fuck, man. Games are expensive. You, you know? buy the systems of the games that you know you're going to enjoy. That's why I bought my PS4, and that's the only current-gen system that I own. I can't I can't count Wii as current-gen anymore because it's not. Yeah, or, or Wii, Wii U. U. That's what I meant, Wii U. Um, I mean, there was a time when it was the same gen as Xbox One and PS4, yeah. but not anymore. Um. So it's still a damn good system. Yes, know? and I I have that. So it's like I got my Nintendo. I'll have my Nintendo systems, and th at least for the rest of this generation, my PlayStation Four and then my PC, because that's the nice thing about also having the option to play PC games is if there is anything that comes out on the Xbox exclusively, I'll yeah, also you be can able play it on, on PC. PC. So yeah, you're lucky in that way. I'm not a PC gamer, and but I, so far I haven't even used that functionality. So, well, either way, let me get back to my talking point. So, my best case scenario would be Sony buying them. The next best option for me would be them to sell off their IPs to various companies. Like, I would like to see Mega Man go to Nintendo. I think Mega Man belongs on Nintendo. I think that Nintendo would handle that IP with the most care. When's the last time they've made a Mega Man game? Uh, the last real Mega Man game was Mega Man 10, and that was four years ago. That was on PS3? Yeah, PS3, Wii, uh, Xbox 360. And it was, remember, it was a throwback to the retro 8-bit style. Okay. So it, it hasn't been awfully long. It feels long when you're a Mega Man fan. Yeah. But it hasn't really been that long. But they just, they're sitting on it. They're not doing anything with it. I would like to see Resident Evil go to Sony. Just because I think they would handle it, right? It's yeah. Like Naughty Dog maybe being able to develop it. Or hell, give it to uh, the company that makes God of War or something. Just give it to a company that you think it would fit with. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter... Oh, that's a tough one. It's a fighting game. So where's the biggest community for fighters, you know? Yeah, and since that's not really that's, our cup yeah, of tea. That's not our like, genre. The only fighting game I really play is Smash Brothers. It would be funny if the developer that did Mortal Kombat bought the Street Fighter IP. Oh, so be, they would have a, monopo a monopoly on a, a fighting games, pretty much. Because <laughs> they're the ones that do uh, Injustice, aren't, aren't they? Yeah, that's what, NetherRealm? I think so. I don't, I don't remember. It's, uh, by Ed Boon, he's the the product lead on that. He's the guy that c comes up whenever you do the whoopsie. Yeah, 
I can't remember the fucker's name. The That's last, a throwback the to The last old age. time I was really into Mortal Kombat is when I was a child, and the last one that I played extensively was Mortal Kombat 3. Okay. So that tells you how long I've been at Yeah, the one. last one I <laughs> played extensively was Mortal Kombat 2. Ah, well, I played the original three in <clears throat> arcades, loved them, and then I had them on my Super NES. I had Mortal <laughs> Kombat. That was one of the last games that I got for my... For my Sega Genesis was the original Mortal Kombat. And that was the best version of the original Mortal Kombat because you could enter the blood code to get blood on that game. Whereas the Super NES, it was just sweat. I didn't have to enter a blood code. On the original Mortal Kombat, yeah, you do. It's A-B-A-C-A-B-B-A. I still remember it because I have it. That's a different code. That does something different. Check it out. Google it right now. I, I'm going to enjoy this. This is, I remember there being lots of blood in that game, and I never yeah, because you had code. to enter a code for the original Mortal Kombat. Now, if you're talking about Mortal Kombat Two, there was blood from the get go on both systems. But on the original Mortal Kombat for Super Nintendo, there was no option to get blood, and for Genesis, you did have to enter a code at the beginning of the uh, game to get blood on it. That blood code. What is it? Yeah, just. You should have just clicked on the cheats right there. A, B, C, A, B, B, A, C, A. Okay. This I is Goro wrong. and Shang Tsung Okay, Ko. go to the... Uh, okay, first activate the blood, blood code. Blood code, there you go. Um, See? So you just don't remember having to activate it. So what the fuck was the code for the blood? I'm looking. Blood. Blood it's code. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. I said it right, didn't I? Holy fuck, man. You know how many years I've put that thing in there? <laughs> I don't remember having to put a code in for that. Huh. That'll be $5. <laughs> just joking. I just won't slap your testicle this episode. That would be nice. Anyways, let's get back on topic. So that's my idea with Capcom. Okay. Uh, what would your preference be if they go under? If they go under? Or bought out. I don't think they'll go under. They'll get bought out before they go under. They have too much valuable IP oh, yeah. for them they, to they, just go. They won't disappear. Um, gosh. I, you know, back at, you know, two years ago, I think maybe, maybe two and a half, I would have said... It would be nice if Konami bought Resident Evil. Oh, that's a that's a horrible idea now. <laughs> that's why I say go back two and a half years. Yeah, I don't. I, the, um. Yeah, no. I, Konami is not in a good state. Uh, for all of their action-oriented games, and I'm going to throw Resident Evil into that. I would say, give it to Naughty Dog. Yeah, they handle story really well too. Yes. Um, it's for fighting. I mean, let it die because I could really give a shit about fighting games. I agree with you, but there's tons of fucking fighting game fans out there. I say just whatever the bitter is on that. That's, See, we don't I have would a love say. a Uncharted style Mega Man. I just think Mega Man doesn't work well in modern graphics. I think you gotta keep Mega Man old school. Like either that 8-bit style or even hell, go to the Mega Man X 16-bit style. He works best when it's that. I think he would be good with a 
a duck and cover style third person shooter. You could still have your platforming elements. I guess it depends on how the controls is because Mega Man's always had such tight controls. You need it in a game that's that hard. Oh, I know. So, I mean, it would be a different style game. It would be a departure from everything that we've known and come to expect and love from an old school Mega Man game. It would be a totally new game. Uh, I think you should give it to Nintendo. You see how Nintendo handles good IP. I think that they could really do Mega Man justice. I don't know. I don't want to keep... I don't... Part of me doesn't want to keep Mega Man, though, in the 16-bit. Yeah, but I'm not saying Nintendo would. I mean, obviously, like, Breath of the Wild and the new Mario game aren't fucking 16-bit. I'm just saying True. that I think Nintendo could handle that properly. You think they properly. Handle it well? Yeah. I think you're limiting the audience. I agree. I agree. I just think... I'm trying to think of the best developer for that IP. Yeah, I hear you, but the best developers also you got to take account into the developers market share. No. And I think Naughty Dog beats them out. The N- Nintendo? Yeah. I don't know about that. I can't give you that one. I think Nintendo's always going to be more popular than Naughty Dog. I don't get me wrong. I love Naughty Dog. They're one of well, my favorite developers. I say that right now because Nintendo hasn't proven to make a console that more people and the same enough they don't make they haven't made consoles in the past that have the same market share that a naughty dog game has within just the playstation true but <laughs> did you see the switch numbers got released today i didn't watch that no 7.5 million and it hasn't even been a year yet it's almost at the wii u numbers in under a year yeah but i believe in a year playstation 4 got 40 million? That's true. <laughs> I agree with you there, but also you got to remember nobody could find a Switch for the first six months that it came That's out. That's true. So when your supply is being choked like that, it's an issue. I mean, they're doing lotteries in Japan for hundreds of people to just stand out in line to hopefully win a number that they can buy a Switch. See, that's... Why the fuck are they doing that? Because it's Nintendo, and I think that they're doing it... I think... It's partially legit that there might actually be supply constraints. I know a lot of their internal parts are being shared by Apple. So they're competing with vendors with Apple, Uh, which is a bad race to get into. Yeah, because Apple's going to win that. Apple's going to win that every time. Proof that Apple should buy Nintendo. Oh, God. (laughs) Fuck you. No, I do not want Apple getting into Nintendo because then the next fucking Nintendo console is going to cost $2,000, you know? No, I like Apple for phones, everything else they can fuck right off. <laughs> so, um, and just, I think a lot of it is marketing. I think that if they limit supply, it get, it they gets, increase the demand. They get increased demand and they get people talking. Yeah. It's but the luckily they haven't, luckily, luckily the price hasn't gone up because of that. Cause you typically when you, when you stifle supply and you increase the demand, that just naturally increases the price. Well, it is when they were having the problems in the first well, six yeah, months. It, I guess it does happen because yeah, you get you, people that buy them and then sell yeah, them. Yeah. For, just for reselling. So yeah, you do have that issue. But Nintendo themselves keeps the price. Of course. At what they have. So it's just a matter of. Oh waiting. man, it'd be a lynch mob if they increase the price uh, on top of, uh, availability i don't know the switch is doing really well i mean fuck zelda has a one-to-one attach ratio on that console 
everyone that's bought a Switch has bought Zelda pretty much, you know? I mean, I think they're doing well. well that's for the longest period of time. That was the only game that was that's, out for the Switch. That's not true. Yeah. I had Mario Kart 8, and then I had Splatoon 2. What came out on release day? Zelda. That's what else did I buy on release day? I think I just bought Zelda. But there was also Super Bomberman R, but I've never been a Bomberman guy. I can so. guarantee you the only legitimate game that was released with the Switch was Zelda. Okay, I so get that. Everybody that Guess bought the Switch. Guess what came out on the PS4? Nothing. I didn't buy the PS4 in day release because there was nothing I wanted to fucking play on it. Oh, I know. So at least they had a game that I wanted. Yes, but I'm just saying that that one-to-one... True. ...is because for a very long period of time, a few months... Yep. Well, no, they were releasing a game a month, so the next month was Mario Kart. Yeah, but that's just a rehash of what's yeah, already been out. Look at how many people bought a Wii U versus how many people are already diving into Switch. A lot of those new buys are people like me, sure, that own the Wii U version that are just crazy Nintendo fanboys. But I'm sure there's a lot of new buyers into the Switch that didn't own the Wii U. I mean, just look at the Wii U sale numbers. The Only the hardcore Nintendo fans bought Wii U. So about 3 million of whatever the initial, what was the initial three-month release? Okay, so uh, major Nintendo releases. There was Zelda the first month, then it was Mario Kart, and then I believe ARMS, but that's a fighting game, so I don't give a shit about that. But it sold really well, had a good attach rate. Anyways, we're getting off the Halloween topic. Yeah, we are. <laughs> As always, there's uh, the typical... The tangents. Tangents. They never stop. No. Nope. You want to move on to the uh, next game you've been playing? So the next game that I got was, but I haven't played it as much. I just haven't gotten a chance to. I bought it on Friday. Um, is the uh, evil, um, the evil within? And this is the original one. The original one. It was on sale. I bought that one. I did buy the complete edition because well, yeah, it's only the, twelve bucks. It was right? only twelve bucks. Ooh, that's a steal. It was either nine dollars for just the basic game or twelve bucks for I mean, the. Come on. I mean, they yeah. upselled me. Yep, that's where they get you. That's where they win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got that, and I played through that. I'm in the sec or the, I'm in the third chapter. Is that where it's kind of like a Resident Evil Four town on the outside, like the the big barn and everything? What? Where are you at? What's going I'm, on in that chapter? I am in the area where you pump yourself full of the green goo. Is that when you first get access to that brain it's a fluid? Second, it's the second. It's right when you finish the second uh, chapter, you can get into... Well, maybe I'm still in the second chapter. I'm just trying to... What's the environment that you're in? So I came to my first zombies. I killed them. Oh, out it in was, the field and yeah, stuff? Yeah, out in okay. the field. And then you come to a shack that's got the the mirror. Okay. And that's where you go to upgrade yourself. Yeah. And I upgraded myself and then saved it and shut it down. How are you finding it? Are you enjoying it? I think I'll enjoy it. And now that you can take the letterbox off? Yes. You realize when that game first released, they had to patch in for you to take the letterbox off? Are you serious? Yeah, it was like six months until you could remove that. And I played through the whole first game with that letterbox because there was no way for me to remove it. Oh, God. So you're lucky. You get to play it without the letterbox. There's actually an achievement... In the Evil Within 2, for you turning on the letterbox. <laughs> because it starts... Just turning it on or playing it? No, no. Play- All you got to do is turn it on and walk around for like a second. And it's like, ah, that classic feeling. <laughs> but it starts the game with it being disabled, obviously, because that was one of the major gripes with people was that letter... What were they thinking, man? 
your field of view is already fucked up because of how close to the shoulder it is in that yeah. game. But with the letterbox, it's like, come on. It's a joke. So. I guess they're trying to make it more cinematic. It's a fucking video game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. I don't know. He can't. Yeah, he can't win every time. I, I I applaud them for trying to do something out of the norm. Yeah, but it should have been an option. They should. Fine. Start the game with the letterboxing because that's what the director's vision was. Yeah. But have a fucking option to turn and it off. Wait six months yeah. after release to give you that. And, option. And they only patched it because they got so many oh, complaints man. about it. Yeah. I get, I get that. Oh. <sighs> I'm glad that you're finally playing that, though. I just finished The Evil Within 2. Uh, my total hours were 24 hours by the time I was done with it. Okay. So, so it's, it's horribly a, long. It's not horribly long, but it's a good chunk for a survival horror game. Yeah. So, I mean, you can blow through Resident Evil 7 in like six hours. Hell, there's a trophy for, for, getting, for getting it in four, and I'm almost there. So I've got it down to like 430 because I've beaten Resident Evil 7 like 10 times now. Oh, damn. And the last time I played it, I was at four hours, 30 minutes. So I just missed it. I'm trying to go for it. but That's hard. You pretty much just got to run. Yeah. The entire time. You basically know, just have to memorize. Well, you got to know what every puzzle is, where everything is. And then know what puzzles to skip because I believe there are some yeah, skippable puzzles. There's a couple ones that just net you new weapons and stuff, and you don't need every weapon in the game. All you really need is that fucking shotgun and possibly the magnum. But you don't get the magnum till the butt end of that. I hate that they do that. In every survival it, horror the game. The magnum requires eight antique coins. Yeah, but by the time you get sufficient eight, amount of coins it's at the end of the game it's towards the end of the game unless you know where they all are luckily i know where they all are so i can get it pretty quick now yeah i've already gotten i have five antique coins so i just need three more to go some of the places they hide them are fucking wily you know it's really like, son of a bitch how many are in the first house uh 15 or 16 they're everywhere man but I don't have the first house completely opened up yet. I still well, because you got to go back doors. for the the keys, yeah, and the I, crow door. I think. Yeah, I don't have the crow door. I just have the scorpion door. Okay, so you're missing the snake and the crow keys. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, the uh, and for the longest time, I was like, how the fuck do I get the shotgun? And I realized I didn't get close enough to the door mm -hmm. upstairs to have it marked on my map. Okay. So uh, the only cr the only scorpion door that I knew of was the was one the basement one was the one that you you get to go from the right side of the house into the back into the central part of the house or the left side of the house back to the central part of the house. Well, and I finally went back upstairs just uh, on a whim, and sure enough, that was a, a scorpion door. I was like, oh shit, nice. I almost missed that, and then the fucking fake shotgun was in there. <laughs> I want what's the. Uh, What's the broken pistol for? Uh, you can repair it with uh, weapon uh, parts. Oh, you can? Yeah, there's weapon parts, I think, in the same trailer that you get. So I already have a pistol. There, it's, it's a better pistol. Oh, it's a little yeah, bit better Yeah, it's pistol. just a better stat pistol, that's okay. all. I didn't know if there was going to be some other... But I think, I think you might get two weapon parts in that game, but there's also a better shotgun you can get. So if you only end up finding one weapon parts, maybe save it for the better shotgun because it's broken when you find it. 
So you're oh, gonna, is that the broken shotgun that you use? As, yeah, I think you can repair it with the weapon parts, and that's like my boomstick. <laughs> and that thing's already got a kick on it. So. It's like a super shotgun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how we go right back to Resident Evil 7. We spent all of uh, five seconds on the evil with him. Yeah, but I mean, I've only gotten... Yeah, you haven't got too far I've gotten into too it. far in it. And I don't want to spoil too much of the second game. I'll just say that I liked it a lot. Yeah. I don't think it's as good as the first game, to be honest with you. Because I heard for I, I've watched some reviews on it, and mm-hmm. they actually said that the graphics are worse than the first game. Yeah, they suffer because it's open world. So the problem with open world versus the more constrained linear. linear is that when it's a linear game, you can focus more on what you're seeing at all times. But when the minute you go open world, it's got to be toned down a little bit. I think not. Not on all occasions, but I think it's yeah. manages the the balls of the I developer. Mean, you got games like Grand Theft Auto Five that are open world that True. are absolutely gorgeous. Like you I got said, games like uh, the the money behind yeah. it and who the developer is. That's true. And this is only Tango Works' second <clears throat> game that Bethesda has done. So, so I gotta say, I've been watching some reviews on uh, Assassin's Creed Origin. How how is it? And for the most part, they like that the screen clutter that you get from like Syndicate and Rogue and Black Flags has been toned down a, a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have had some complaints, and I think it will be fixed in patching with some of the fluidity in the um, battle system. It's not as buggy. fluid. It's well, it's not buggy. It's just it's not quite as fluid as you would want. With that type of battle system. Yeah, why do they use the Dark Souls battle system? Because literally it's using the triggers. So you're holding L1 to, to guard and then your attacks are R1 and R2. They totally ripped that off of Dark Souls. I wonder yeah. why. I think they wanted something that was going to be a little bit more, I don't know, inventive. Allows you to not have the same, you know, parry and attack combo that you've had. True, since. but I never went to Assassin's Creed for... For fighting. You yeah, know what I well, mean? I think that's what they wanted. They wanted to add that production value to it. Um, from what I understand, stuff like the, the the use of the eagle for eagle, you're actually using an eagle for eagle, yeah, eagle it, vision. You know what that is? They That's an idea that they ripped off of their Far Cry Primal game because you send an eagle up and you tag everything and it's the same in this one. It's an Ubisoft production, so that's there's a little a, bit of yeah, everything in yeah. there. But, Did you ever uh, play Far Cry Primal? I haven't played it yet. Okay, no. that, that's where that's from. Okay. Instead of using a camera, yeah, like it's, you did. In, well, because in, you're a caveman, yeah. so you're sending your little eagle buddy up there to just scope out the area. So That's funny. But it makes sense. I mean, if this is the origins of the Assassin's Creed, then it kind of makes sense that the start of their eagle vision came from using eagles. I guess, but how the <laughs> fuck is he seeing what they're seeing out there? Shh. <laughs> It's a video game. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, gotta. I guess the world is huge. Yeah, that's what I've uh, seen and read. Also, that they it's the game absolutely is big. massive. And there's RPG elements now. Your characters actually level up with skill trees and stuff. That, uh, but you can use the same. You can find a weapon that you want, and then just stick with that weapon for the rest of the game and update it you're not in order to get more powerful weapons you're not getting like you know how you get like the 
the normal sword and then you get the Spanish cutlass and then you get the officer's sword and then you find the old ancient assassin sword eventually. You know what I hate though is that it's random loot drops with legendary weapons and stuff so they're using that blue, purple, yellow code like Diablo and everything. Uh, okay. That shit pisses me off. I hate games that have random weapon, random drop. weapon drops that... You know, just roll the dice, see what happens. Plus, it it makes the weapons get cluttered. Yeah, I don't... Well, you pick... You, like I said, you pick a weapon that you like aesthetically. Yeah, yeah stick with and it, And then you upgrade it through, throughout the game. I don't know. I'm going to get this because I own all the mm. Assassin's Creed games, but this game is going to be a $20 game for me when I buy it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm doing that and... Not just because I don't want to spend 60 bucks on it, but also because um, I want to wait for at least the PC port to be completely patched. Well, that's why I'm waiting, too, because it'll be all patched out. Because there is some bugs and there is some stuff that will have to be patched, but... I'm glad they took that extra year, you know, to really iron things out. <laughs> well, they, it's, they took that extra year to give us a new game. They didn't take that extra year to give us a new game and then polish it. That's what the next year's for. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully it does well. I don't want to see that franchise die. It's one of my favorite uh, franchises. You wouldn't know it from the way I'm talking about it, but it's just because I expect so much from yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you've, you I've been have there since every the first game. One. Yeah, since every Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Game. I own them all. So. Including the mobile ones. No, okay. Except for the mobile ones. Well, the mobile ones got ported over. Oh, no. So the China one. No, yeah, yeah, okay. I own those, and then, but I do have the, the one that was the Vita exclusive. What is that, Liberation, that came to PC yeah. eventually? Yeah. So you own all of them. That's true. I guess I do own all of them. <laughs> See, I don't, own the, I don't own the ones that got put out on mobile and then sent over to the normal yeah, consoles. Don't waste your money. They're not good. No. I, I beat the India one and... Or no, the China one, and I'm like halfway through the Indian one. And it's like, God damn it! It's just Assassin's Creed in, in 2D, but it doesn't feel like an Assassin's Creed. It's just... It's clunky as shit, man. Yeah. I wanted to like it. I even fooled myself into thinking I liked it for a while, but, yeah. you know, then I stopped sucking the old Ubisoft dick and realized that these were just... No, these are just bad games. <laughs> so, I don't know. <clears throat> So, hope for the best. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Let me uh, put your hair up in yeah, a ponytail. Yeah. So you know, behind my face when I go down. You know what they say: behind every ponytail is a horse's ass. Just thought I'd tell you that. Don't look at me like. <laughs> so, what do you want to talk about? This should be. I'm gonna fuck you in the nose. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be a tight fit. It'll clean your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll clean my sinuses <laughs> right out. Um, you might get a little drip in the back of your throat, though. That's right. I, I used to love cocaine. I love that drip. It's probably different though with cum. Yeah, it's not gonna, gonna make. Say. It's not gonna make it, it numb. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got me all fucked up now. So, what do you want to talk about when it comes to Halloween? Let's forego the usual shake in the. Uh, yes, we won't do topic of the show this episode do you because we're going to talk about was, Halloween yeah, shit. Any Halloween shit. It could be trick or treating memories, just memories of Halloween. Anything you want to talk about. Floodgates are open. So, uh, you know, something that I like to do every Halloween, I've been doing it for a few years now. Jerk off in a jack o' lantern? 
Oh, that's just me. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Wait for them to be like three days old and then fuck it because it's all squishy and shit, you know? So this is what a grandma feels like, you and know? Slightly warm. Slightly warm. <laughs> kind of moldy. Yeah, this is a grandma. You know, I got my old people fetish. I have oh, to find my ways. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, what's your tradition? Me. I, I like to watch the Halloween movie. Oh, me too. The original? The original. Yeah, it's the best one. Uh, this year, I don't know if we'll get a chance to do that because uh, I didn't get a chance to do it this weekend. I'm probably not going to get a chance to do it now because I'm recording a podcast with you. You bastard. And tomorrow I'm going over to my friend's house to scare trick-or-treaters, so... Oh, you could just pretend like you are Michael Myers. Yes, true. What are you going to be dressing up as? I don't know. It's, he's got some other costume and mask that I can put on. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to wear my typical Jason mask. I Jason is my favorite slasher. Okay. So, if you had to pick a favorite slasher, what's your favorite character from the slasher Halloween, films? Michael Myers. Michael Myers. I like him too, but Jason for me. Why? Why Jason for you? I like how... Fucking huge he is, and just his kills are comedic, especially as you make it through the series and they start getting progressively worse. Yeah. I think, like, maybe Friday the 13th 4 or 5 is the last good Friday the 13th, and then after that, they just get campy as fuck. And they've yeah, always get, been Jason goes to New York. I love that get, one, uh, that is so bad when he winds up and he punches the guy's head straight off. And see, that's I love it though. I just like. I just like Jason. And then you get Jason, I think... Uh, you ever see Jason versus Freddy or Freddy versus Jason? G yeah, I've seen that one. That one's... Eh. They're campy. They're yeah. supposed to be bad. I did enjoy the, the remake, Friday the 13th. I think it I, came out I never like got to 2010, see maybe. I got to see the remake of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre the other night. It's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Beginning. That's not a remake. They did do a remake. Did they do a remake? Yeah. Uh, Arlie Ermey is in it. Oh, cool. Did, well, did you see Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning? No. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. It's fucking... Oh, is it when he starts out as a kid? Well, you see how he was born in a slaughterhouse. And then they throw him in the fucking trash. And then, like, that's when the crazy family finds him because he was thrown away in the trash with all the dead baby pigs and shit like that. It's fucking gnarly, man. And then he's a, a kid, and then he gets older, and then he... Well, it doesn't gets... focus too much on him growing up. It okay. just kind of shows how... Where Leatherface came from. And you get to see the origin of how he made his... Mask. Mask. And I mean, it's fucking gory. I loved it. I'm gonna have to check it you out. You gotta check it out. And the, uh, one of the family members is the guy from uh, Full Metal Jacket. You know, the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, that's Early Army. Yeah, he's in this. And he's in it, too? Yes, and he's fucking insane. Yeah, he plays a sheriff. Uh, well, the sheriff. Okay. In quotations. Okay. Yeah, he's he plays a sheriff in the remake. So they remake the original one, and this was a few... I think it was it was right after I got out of prison, so it was after 2009, but before So then I wonder if this is a sequel to the remake, then. Uh, probably a prequel to or the remake. Or a prequel, yeah. That's fucked up. See, I didn't even know... I thought this was the remake. This no. is how caught up on movies I am. <laughs> I just don't watch movies, dude. So I was like, oh, cool, a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Shit's probably been out ten years, you know? Yeah, uh, well, apparently you... You might have some motivation to start watching more movies. Ah, fuck you, Alex. I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just don't have the time, man. No, I don't have the time. Make it, time. Especially you play less video games is what you do. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Oh, I can't. Yes, especially can. if it's new movies that are still out in theater. I can't justify that to my wife going out and seeing a new movie just to talk on a podcast. You know, if podcast, I'm in Baston. Have you seen my khakis? Podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's. That was funny, though. <laughs> Anyways, we got off topic. Watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. I think you'll enjoy it. I will spoil that nobody makes it out of that fucking movie alive. You know how usually you get like one survivor or something? Yeah. Fucking Leatherface kills everybody. Nice. Every well, he has to. Uh, everybody dies. Yeah, that way they would get ratted out, obviously. The first person that escapes is the one from the first movie. Yep. So. God, I love the original uh, 70s movie. I mean, so good. I mean, we wouldn't have... It, yeah, we wouldn't have any of the slasher films if it was not for that movie. That was a pivotal... Some would probably argue that Halloween was the real slasher movie, but I'm going to give it to... Yeah, Halloween is a slasher movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is something more. Yeah, it's... Uh, what, are they, what are those we movies called have in the movies, 70s? I mean, we wouldn't have the movies that Rob Zombie made. We wouldn't have all the... That might the... not be a bad thing. <laughs> Some of his movies are not good, my friend. <laughs> I enjoyed his remakes of Halloween. Did you see his House of the Dead movie he did? Mm-mm. Oh, I don't know. I guess it's based off of a video game, so any... He did that movie, House I, of the Dead? I believe I he, did. he did. Look oh. it up. It was either him or you all. You're thinking House of a Thousand Corpses. Might have been. Might have been. House of the Dead movie. I'm... It, House of the Dead. It's terrifying. House of the Dead movie. Who directed that motherfucker? It was Ubal. That's why it sucked. Okay. That guy's a fucking idiot. He made the Far Cry movie also. He's also the guy that did the movie for Postal. Didn't uh, didn't Gary, Gary Sinise play the Far Guy? Far yeah, Cry I, guy I, in the Far I, Cry? I can't remember. <laughs> All I know is that his movies, you have to be on some kind of drug to enjoy them. They yeah. are bad. He's just a bad director. Yeah, I think uh, I watched a hilariosity about this from, um, uh, I think his name is Chris Stuckman. Okay, well then forgive me, Rob Zombie. I... Yeah, Chris Stuckman did 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 House of the Dead. No, you're thinking... You're thinking uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, House. which was good. I just got them confused. And uh, The Devil's Rejects. Now, he's not a bad director. He makes movies he wants to see. Yeah. What's weird, too, is he's a vegan, so, like, just the shit he makes is just strange. Rob Zombie's... Has he always been a vegan, or is he's this a been new a, thing? You know, he's been a vegan for over 20 years. Rob Zombie's a vegan. Look it up, you bastard. The Halloween special where we uh, get on uh, Google... Would love to see how long he's been a vegan. I believe it's almost 20 years. But, yeah. Now we're being all silent. See, this is, <laughs> this is a podcast. You can't really be silent on a podcast. Is it just, just Google how long has Rob Zombie been vegan? Don't go to his fucking Facebook page. He gives a shit about that. <laughs> Rob Zombie vegan. How long has? Because now I'm curious. How long? I know it's been a long time. 
Because, yeah, he does shit Since for... Since 1982. Yeah, okay, so yeah. More than 20 years. You didn't know that? So he's been a vegan the whole time he did White Zombie. Yeah, yeah. For a long-ass time. I figured you being a fan of Rob Zombie, you would know that. I think it's because I'm a fan of Rob Zombie that I chose not to try to find shit out like that. Because now, well, dude, I my do not ever him are tainted. You don't ever watch interviews with him? No. Oh, okay. Well, then that's why you don't know. He's he's pretty vocal in the yeah. vegan community. Uh, he's wearing the vegan hat. <laughs> I guess. I don't, I, don't, I don't. You know what's funny is I own a hat like that, but I never fucking wear it. <laughs> Like, that's a total vegan hat right there. Like he does look like a vegan. You know what's funny is uh, my my daughter likes uh, cupcake wars, which is some crazy bake off thing where people make cupcakes. He was uh-huh. uh, on there, and they had to make cupcakes for him. So all the cu- competitors had to make vegan cupcakes, and he really? was the judge. Yeah, it was hilarious. So that's crazy that he's vegan. Yeah. Oh, you you learn something. Oh, there it is. Or maybe that's not it. He was no, on another so, cooking show. Yeah. But, yeah. Crazy shit. It's funny. He's like a fucking hippie. Like, he looks like a hippie. I think he is a hippie, dude. <laughs> makes well, I mean, his music's not hippie music. Oh, no. He makes damn good music. And damn good films, too. I mean, just like I was saying, for how gory they are. Yeah. I mean, pretty fucking crazy. That's crazy shit. Yep. Yeah, so, my hair's almost as long as his. Oh, it's getting there. Yeah. His, another year. Yeah. He doesn't take very good care of his hair. It looks like he never combs the fucker. Well, like, no, he's, that's like half the time he looks like he's got partial dreads. That's true. I think at one point he did have dreads when he was in the... I, I think not so much when he was doing his Rob Zombie stuff, but I, a lot so when he was doing White Zombie. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, he's just a demented hippie. I still like him. Good music. Yeah, Good fuck, I love Rob Zombie. He's awesome. Um, so besides films and stuff like that, uh, as far as Halloween traditions, I would love to know what you did as a kid. I used to go trick or treating. Yeah. Uh, one of the costumes that I remember, I was Raiden. From Mortal Kombat? From Mortal Kombat. That's fucking awesome. You had the the Chinese, uh, hat and everything. That's really cool. I was Raiden and... You know where they stole that idea from his look from? Well... Big Trouble in Little China. Are you serious? Dead serious. Do you remember the guys? Yeah, yeah that's completely ripped off from that. <laughs> so, yeah. I watched that not recently, but my ex rented it and I was watching it with her. It's a Kurt Russell movie. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies from the 80s. I love Big Trouble in Little China. It's it so campy. good. It's I love campy movies, though. It was campy. I like campy movies when they know they're campy and the yeah. characters know they're in a campy movie. Yeah. That's when they're the best. They kind of look at the camera like... Really? Yeah, yeah. You, you know what's going on. You know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a kid, uh, I loved to trick-or-treat. Halloween is my favorite holiday and then Christmas. Okay. Uh, and it was never always about the candy as a kid, a little fat kid too. Yeah. I loved the candy, but it was always the macabre gore. Just, it was the one night a year I could let my inner demons out. Cause I've always been into sick shit. That's why I play scary games and that's why I watch horror movies. I yeah. like that part 
of being alive, I guess. Your dark side. My dark side, yeah. Comes out. So I always enjoyed that we embrace that time once yeah. a year, you know? Which no. kills me because my daughter is a little chicken shit and she gets scared of everything. And it's like, oh, the one thing I want to share with you, you're terrified of. Hey, give her time. I mean, it wasn't until I would say middle school that I started to appreciate horror movies. And I reveled in that shit when I was six years old. My parents would rent me fucking Psycho and Halloween when I was six. I would sit in my room at night on the VCR, you know, back yeah. then, and watch that by myself at six, seven years old. Just the shit my parents used to let me watch, you know. I used to get nightmares. The only thing that ever really gave me a nightmare besides Pet Cemetery, and we touched on that last time, was a... Uh, 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 not Exorcist, Poltergeist. Poltergeist gave me. Yeah, See, that was one of the scary movies I could watch as a kid. See, I've always had a a thing with ghosts. Ah, uh. and I won't go into it too much, but they scare me, especially because I don't understand, or sometimes I don't understand. You know, yeah. And I've had a lot of ghost experiences in my life. You know they're real. I know they're real. So they kind of fuck with my head a little bit more than anything else. Okay. So I, I, I can I can jive with that. I mean, I just the <clears throat> one thing that bothers me is anytime you start getting it, I guess people would consider that supernatural. Yeah. And so ghosts bother me. Yeah, it's supernatural movies have a tendency to leave more of an impact on me. Yeah, I think it fucks with your mind more. So, like, I can watch gore fests like Halloween and, yeah. and Friday the 13th all day long, and it's like, hell yeah, give me more gore. But the minute it starts to get a little bit where it goes under the skin into your mind a little yes. bit more, it's like, ooh, you hit a nerve there, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, ho- um, not hostile. Uh, Sinister was like that for me. I still need to watch that. I wish that. I looked for it the other day on Netflix. It's not on there, I guess. All the shit that you recommend that I watch, of course it's not on Netflix. That pisses me off so bad. Well, it is on Netflix. You just have to rent the DVD. Do they still do that? Yeah. I thought they went straight streaming service. I didn't even know that they They did. They still have a DVD service. Holy shit, man. I wonder when they're going to phase that out. It's no longer... Streaming is no longer part of the DVD plan. Oh, so you got to pay separately for the renting away. Well, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully one day they'll phase that out. I give renting out DVDs and Blu-rays, whatever, maybe another 10 years. And that's being generous before it's completely digital. Because then all the old fucks that are still sending away for DVDs will hopefully be dead. You know, I mean, because they're going to as so long as DVDs are being produced and DVDs said 10 years, it will eat hard media will never go away. That's what we say, but look at music. I mean, I guess they still are producing music, but it's only the big bands with the money behind them that are really pumping out shit. Yeah. You know? And only recently did they start moving to a high frame rate master studio quality um, digital download. Well, and they've been going back to vinyls because vinyl sounds the best, according to a lot of musicians. And I liked vinyl growing up. I had a vinyl uh, record player in my room as a kid. So I remember listening to old vinyls and it was good quality but i'm not a an audio file so i don't care i can't notice the difference too much yeah for it to bother me so you just re for me i just i i get a more fuller experience i don't feel like there's something between me and the music when i listen to a high quality uh digital file or if i listen to something in vinyl i just um 
it feels fuller to me. I got you. But it all depends also on the media in which you're consuming it. So not just the source material, but the quality of the speakers or the headphones that you use. Yeah, see, you're getting into some audiophile gearhead shit that it just don't care. <laughs> you know, you, as long you have as... no interest in spending $500 on a oh, pair of headphones. Oh, hell no. Unless it comes with a hot hooker that just gives me blowjobs for like a month. That ain't happening. Just you a know? month? For $500, I'd say that's, I think I'm getting my money's worth and she's pretty much a slave at that point. <laughs> yeah. $500 doesn't go a long she's way. She's going to get full. Oh, she's going to get real full. <laughs> so every hole will be, be filled, you know? Although if it's only blowjobs, I guess not. But, you know, her pussy could give me a blowjob. Yeah. What were we talking about? Blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her that this is a dumb hooker okay <laughs> we got off again oh i love you honey you know i'm joking i always got to remind my wife that when we're recording a podcast these are jokes because she'll listen and she gets all offended and stuff and i'm like honey it's, it's a show i'm putting on a show you know you're no longer allowed to to disclaim anything what you say is said and you leave it that way true no more disclaimers okay no more disclaimers that was, no more apologizing i was just apologizing i was just apologizing you, to my wife you can send her a text okay once we're done recording honey don't listen to this episode don't listen to any of the episodes <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, at shit. least we're not i'm not even gonna bring it up <laughs> Not even going to bring it up. <laughs> Are you and Garrett fucking? <laughs> yes. All the time. Nice. I'm, I'm having him shove huge black dildos in my ass when I'm over here. I was just going to say, at least we're not implicating her in any three ways. No. I'd have to kill you at that point. <laughs> I love you, dude, but nobody fucks my wife but me. So... Three-way would imply that you'd be doing it, too, so... Well, I know. I would be the only one there, though. I, then I, it wouldn't be a three-way. Exactly. I've been in a three-way once. But you did imply a three-way. I've been in a three-way once with my ex-girlfriend, the one that I was with the longest before okay. I married my wife. And it was with a friend that I went to school with, and he was a guy, obviously. And it just... Our relationship was already kind of ruined at that point, but it just demolished at that point. The problem with three-ways, from my personal experience, the best way to probably have a three-way is if nobody knows anybody. They just have it casual. Yeah, just a casual between all three parties. But the minute you're in yeah, a couple relation. and you bring a third party in there, someone's not walking out the same. And I'm not talking about the, the rando person you brought in to fuck. For them, it was a good time. I'm talking about one of those couples is not going to walk out of that. Yeah, set. one of the people in the couple. That will fuck somebody up. You know? So. And it fucked probably both of us up. And we were high on cocaine at the time, too. Did it fuck you up in a way where you just felt like... Oh, I... I... Ask for you, it'd be like, for you, it'd be like, oh, well, you got fucked up because another guy was in there or you felt, was it purely a hetero, was there any bisexual things going on during the three-way or was yeah, it purely? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, no, this was a three-way. This wasn't a don't look at me, you stay on your end. This it wasn't was... a, it wasn't just strictly a wobbly H. It was, there was... 
interactions between there, you and the girl, yeah, and me and, and the, the guy, girl, and then and, you yes, and the guy. Always, okay. it was good time all around in the act. But once it was done, so did you feel was the thing that fucked you up that you felt fucked because another dude was in her or you felt like you know you were missing out on something because you experienced something with somebody else or i think what fucked me up the most was that this was the first woman in my life that i could ever truly say that i i loved okay and i think that even though we were all i don't think we were all in our right minds because like i said we were high on cocaine Mm -hmm. so i think if we weren't high this would never happened ever i would have never ever went through with this but cocaine's a hell of a drug as we've said before on this podcast and the things you're willing to do all high on that shit are fucking insane okay you're not yourself i yeah. mean every drug is that way whether it be alcohol even weed it changes your I don't think weed would ever... Dude, wait, weed changes me. When it... No, I understand that, but I don't think weed would ever no, I don't change think would... me to the point where I'd be like... Oh, yeah, I'm just saying weird. that it fucks with... You aren't you when you're... Whatever your drug of choice, insert here. Yeah. You know? So I think if it was a sober experience, I don't think it would have ever happened. So I think once the high came off and I had realized what we agreed to and what had just transpired... Yeah... And the fact that you couldn't walk properly Hot. anymore. No, I'm. <laughs> Let me clarify this again. I'm... <laughs> I'm not a bottom. I never will be a bottom. So when it comes to guys, I'm the one doing the fucking. Okay. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm willing yeah. to go down on a guy. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. But as far as shit going in my ass, hell no. That ain't happening. Okay. I'm not about that life. That's exit only. You know what I mean? Uh, Anyways, I just think that... uh, You're a petite bear. I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I just... He's going to take it. Not me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get you. So I'm the one looking for a bottom. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it just... Once we came off of it, there was something just not right and it fucked us up. And it just was downhill ever since then. So, in a way, I'm glad because she wasn't right for me. So, yeah. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get back? How this, did, shit, this shit got deep. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck did we get off on this tangent? I have no idea. I don't even... I guess I shouldn't... This shouldn't really surprise me anymore. <laughs> no. What is this, like the 17th episode? 16th episode. Is it the 16th? Yep, this is episode 16. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. I thought we did 16. See? This is how deep we are into this. Uh, I was looking at our podcast the other day when I was looking at a, a you know, comment. Oh, no, this is episode 17. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, 17. We've got like over 20 hours almost of just you and I shooting the shit. It's fucking crazy to think about that I could sit for almost a full day and just listen to you and I banter about the most stupid bullshit. Well, you could listen to the whole... Well, you do 22 hours because... Well, we're not quite 20 hours. We're 17, so... Well, well one we, of our things... Yeah, and we've gone off on, like, 15 minutes here and there per episode, so. Well, not just that, but our Star Wars episode was more than yeah. an hour, and then the episode that we did with... Either way. Skin was over was almost well, I don't Well, I don't count that because I count that as their podcast. Yeah, Until they come it's on, the two of us chatting. True, but I'll tell you one thing right now. We shouldn't be recording this, but whatever. Next time we do one of these, I ain't doing it again unless we can figure out that audio shit. Because 
I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on with my audio. All it would require is me getting a, a Y. Okay. Because I, I won't do it again if the audio is like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just, it's a splitter that I got to get for the headphones. I was, felt like I was on one of the weirdest drugs <laughs> I've ever been on. It is so fucked up in your head to hear yourself two <laughs> seconds behind what you're saying. It's one thing when it's right on top of each other and you don't have, you don't have that delay. But yes, I, I... Holy shit. Yeah, I won't do it again until we fix that problem. <clears throat> I hear you. Uh, yeah, because when I get, when we get a, a mixing board... And then we have the two analog mics that each have a monitor channel that we can listen to headphones and monitor what's going on to the mic. What you're monitoring is what the mic is picking up. Yeah. Yeah. We not sound- something that's already been recorded. Yeah. I sounded really far back in that episode. Like, I don't know if it was because I was aware of how I was talking, but like I was yeah. barely in that episode because I didn't want to talk. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm only going to talk if somebody asks me a question. And that's not usually the way I like to roll. Oh, so. I know. I hear you. Um, we're already at a pretty good stopping point, but do you have any uh, finishing touches for Halloween? I feel like we kind of were just all over the place. It's not much of a Halloween episode, but... No, but we'll trip some people out with what <laughs> what we talked about this episode. So. True. <laughs> uh, I would just like to finish by saying now as a parent... I find Halloween just as enjoyable. There was a phase there after Ike was too obviously old to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. That it, I still enjoyed staying home and watching the movies and everything, but I felt like I couldn't really partake in that nostalgia. Yeah. Now having kids, being able to take, especially Emma trick-or-treating. Yeah. Such a good feeling to walk around the neighborhood and do that shit again. So, yeah, it's good times. Sweetness, dude. Well, I guess we will, um, we'll leave it there. Okay. Have a wonderful and safe Halloween to all of you fools out there that listen to us. And uh, stay triggered, my friends. Indeed. Have fun, people.